That's right. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. Yeah. That's right. That's how we get it started, people. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your host. I was going to say co-host. I'm going to have to be saying co-host now with you guys here. Okay, I'm going to have to include you guys as part of this show, not just me, right? We're just we're still the production team. We're still the production with team. With mics. Okay. I know, I know. But little by little, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be, be promoting you guys. But yes, I am your host. I am the con. That's right, AKA Jeff. I am here with you guys for another episode of the Beta Report. Look, I'm not going to make this a habit. I know we took last week off. We were pretty tired. We had a... A lot of stuff going on here at home and Jason was tired and Jonathan was like doing like 20 million concerts or something like that. So we were all kind of tired. So we couldn't get a uh, episode last week, but we're back. We're going to try to be consistent. Doing <laughs> I know, right? Try to get an episode once a week, every Wednesday, guys. So hopefully you guys will be joining us. But we got a great episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about our April preview. We're going to be talking about our... Uh, Mandalorian episode that had a really great cameo that I need to talk about. And of course, we got, oh, I was going to say Pick a Week, but we also have our best revenge movies. Mm. I love good revenge. There you go. You should play the John Wick John music. Oh, I know. Does John Wick even have a song? Does he? I don't even I know don't if he's know. got like an intro music. Damn, I don't know. Damn, but let's damn. go ahead. Let's jump into this. That's right, everybody. So let's start it off. Look, I got a good story. I want to tell this story because I thought it was pretty amazing, pretty great. I love this. Now, if you're not watching The Mandalorian, you should, by the way. It's been pretty great. It's been kind of setting up a different story within The Mandalorian, but it's also kind of setting up the first uh, order. And um, what's that fool's name? Uh, Snoke. I think they're setting up Snoke in some way. Right? Maybe Snoke. Yeah, baby Snoke, bro. Oh, nasty baby. <laughs> little wrinkly. Little wrinkly Snoke. Um, so, yeah, that's been pretty interesting how they're doing that. But episode four had something really, really cool. Now, the Star Wars shows have been doing something with most of their shows. And they've been showing, like, uh, a different perspective of Order 66, right? If you guys uh non-Star Wars nerds out there, Order 66 was the order that the Emperor gave to kill all the Jedis. It was kind of uh, alluded to way back with the original Star Wars, and we saw it in action. We saw it happen in uh, Revenge of the Sith, and it's crazy moment in Star Wars history where they try to get rid of all of the the Jedi's. So then, different story, different ep- uh, shows have been showing kind of a little bit of Order sixty six. Uh, the uh, what is it? Um, Rebels did it. I think, uh, of course, Clone Wars did it. Of course. Uh, Jedi it, Fallen Order. The, the video game actually did really good job of that. You know, looking at Order 66 from a different perspective, from a different eyes. And so, obviously, you know, it was Kenobi. Good. Kenobi, thank you. Yes, Kenobi showed that too. So, um, actually, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Kenobi like showed the first episode. Yeah, yeah, very good uh, depiction of that. So, uh, oh, Bad Batch. Bad Batch as well, too. Uh, I need to watch Bad Batch. I haven't been watching Bad Batch, but I hear it's good. But, anyways, uh, so in The Mandalorian, they kind of alluded to it a little bit because of none other than Grogu. Don't call him Baby Yoda. 
Grogu. Maybe you're <laughs> he uh obviously he was there uh as a baby Jedi or or, or somebody that was gonna be trained. What happened? Who saved him? Right? They've been showing kind of flashes. So there's a part of the episode where we flash back to Order 66. And all the Jedis are trying to save little baby Grogu and like, you know, put him here, send him over there, whatever. So they're like fighting the clones uh, who are trying to kill all the Jedis. And so they put him in an elevator. The You know, the, the drama's like ratching up, right? Like who's going to who's gonna come out of that elevator? Who is going to be on the other side? People were saying Mace Windu was going to be on the other side. Saving Grogu. Or Cal Kestis, right? The live action version of Cal Kestis. He's a main character in the uh, Jedi Fallen Order uh, video game. Uh, they thought maybe he would be the, the one there, right? Uh, other than Mace Windu, I can't think of someone else. Some, some, there were different characters being put out there. Who was going to save Grogu? Grogu. So when the doors open up, the doors open up, the cameo that we get is a character named Kelleran Beck, played by none other than Ahmed Best. Do we know who Ahmed Best is? Who the heck is Ahmed Best? None of you guys know what Ahmed Best is? Ahmed. Ahmed. Ahmed Best. Best. I thought you were going to know who Ahmed Best was. No? No. Okay. <laughs> I was I was waiting for something smart from Jonathan, so I thought he was going to play. play like huh? a funny, uh, like a huh? That's what like I thought what? he was going to play. Huh? What? That's why I was stalling. <laughs> I thought you were going to play that. Anyways, Ahmed Best, he is, believe it or not, the actor who played Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> okay. Kind of late there, but yes. Ahmed Best played Jar Jar Binks. And why is this such a big moment? Well, Ahmed Best got so much online hate and harassment because people hated Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks is probably one of the most hated characters in the Star Wars universe. Probably the most hated. Probably. Arguably. Right? And for no reason other than he was an annoying character. He kind of was. And it was kind of like, oh my goodness. You you didn't want any more Jar Jar Binks. I don't know. What do you guys think? What is your... Jonathan, what is your uh, position with Jar Jar Binks? Um... I mean, yeah, he didn't really add anything to the prequels other than just a hindrance to your uh, to your already poor uh, experience of watching the prequels. So <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I f- it feels like almost he was trying or, or George Lucas wanted him to be like the comedic relief of the three movies. But it's like watching it in itself is comedic relief. So, you know, I yeah. don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jason. I don't know. He just doesn't really add uh Jason. He was supposed to. He was, yeah. He was supposed to be like the fra- the family. I watched a documentary with George Lucas in which he said that Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be like the family friendly, like relief, whatever. But, yeah, I guess for the kids, right? Yeah, for the kids. You know, and I'm but, sure probably the little kids like were laughing about it. You guys were little. Did you guys watch it? Do you guys remember laughing? At I don't Jar remember Binks? laughing. I think I remember like having like a question mark over my head when when um, Jar Jar Binks takes like uh, I think it's like. Um, Qui Gon and 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 Obi Wan to like the Gungan palette. Uh, I know like, she's like, I know what gonna say. And then he goes like, like that. It's like what? It's like a big, it's like a big question mark. But honestly, I mean, Jar Jar Binks was kind of annoying. I think. Look, I didn't hate him. I thought he was just annoying. But like, 
Bro, like, I think, need a joke. Yeah, I think most people find them annoying, but there's always there's always a group of people that the most toxic people, right? There's every every fandom has their toxic group, right? Star Wars probably being the most or the biggest group of toxic fans than any other, you know, uh, uh, any other um, uh, universe, or fandom, universe or fandom, whatever you want to call it, or uh, uh, franchise or something, right? Because Marvel has their toxic fans. DC has their toxic fans. Uh, the freaking Snyderverse nerds. Uh, they're all, like, freaking toxic. So, um, but Star Wars arguably has probably the biggest... Like just giant group of uh, haters, <laughs> haters uh, that any franchise has, and if you can imagine that all of these people just were just harassing poor Ahmed Best, and it's not his fault, right? I mean, it's not like it's his fault that he wrote this character on the page. This is you know, this is George Lucas' fault, I guess, right? And so poor Ahmed Best took all of it. He he was he had to he has talked about how. He had to go in hiding. He had to like just disappear, and he didn't deserve that. Honestly, he didn't deserve that. Like, he's he's not uh, a person. Uh, any no one deserves that. So to have him come back and be the one to rescue Grogu was such a great moment for him. It's kind of like redemption for the guy, right? Because now he becomes this big hero, and actually his his character uh, 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 wields dual blades. So he was like dual blading bro and then he was like looking at the clones like this like we know look in his eyes like dude he looked he looked legit it was pretty dope so he's not he's not a he's playing a different character he's playing a character named kelleran beck which is a jedi master as well and known for wielding double blades like ahsoka kind of so he's not uh he's He's not Jar Jar Binks anymore. No, he didn't play uh Jar Jar Binks as a when you were when you were setting up the you know, setting up the state. I thought you were gonna literally say Jar Jar Binks saved Grogu. Oh yeah, no, no. The- <laughs> like Misa saved Goku. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You saw a Jedi? Now, are we gonna see Misa? Uh, Misa? Are we gonna see? Uh, are we gonna see Jar Jar Binks again? Maybe. There might be some connection in there. So yeah. we might see Jar Jar Binks. I think everybody's like, no, we don't want to see him. But who knows? Dude, I want to see him. I don't know. Just we, so I can hate him again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not on my best, though. That guy doesn't deserve it. So it was super cool to have him be the one to save Grogu and be, you know, pretty badass, too, handling these clones. He was great. And he had a whole chase scene and uh, trying to get Grogu out of there right there in Coruscant. It was great. It was really, really good. So I thought it was a great idea to have the Star Wars universe give him his redemption, give him a cool arc. And be a Jedi Master again. So apparently he was a uh, uh, Ahmed Best played Keller and Beck uh, in a kids game show called the Jedi Temple or something like that. Did you guys ever see that? No, no never. It never was like it. in during COVID, I guess. Um, is when that show appeared. It was like a kids, um, what would you call it? Like a game show, like a um, I don't know, like a mini Survivor, I guess. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard of it. They do obstacles. And they're they, you know the story is that they're Jedi in training, and this Keller and Beck character wanted to keep it in character for the kids so that the kids could have that experience of being like in a movie or being part of the Jedi's. So that was really cool of him to do that, and so he wanted um, to keep that illusion, and so they brought him back as that character to train or to be the one rescue Grogu. So it was a wonderful story. I loved it. 
great for Ahmed Best, and hopefully we'll get to see uh, more of him. And again, this is another uh, instance where I'm going to recommend to watch The Mandalorian. It's been it's been pretty interesting this season. A lot of different things going on, setting up some great stuff. So uh, check it out. Uh, we're on like episode four, so go ahead and watch it. So still need yeah. to catch up, bro. All right, can you guys believe we're ending March and in a week we'll be in April already? Crazy. What? That is crazy, guys. It's, it's it's just going so fast and now we're at April. So I thought we'd do our April preview and give you guys what I think you guys should be watching in April because we got some good premieres coming out in April. So let's do this. Let's go. Uh, let's start off with Netflix, guys. What's coming out in Netflix and what do I recommend? Well, a trailer came out for a movie called Beef. I think it's a movie. No. Beef? Yes. Is it a movie? Huh? Beef. Yeah. Beef. It's called Beef. And not beef as in what you eat, but bro, I got beef with you. That kind of beef. Uh, so it's not, you know, the type of beef you like eat. Like fighting? Like fighting, yeah, having beef with someone. Like a, a quarrel? People still have a, like a quarrel. <laughs> like a squabble? A squabble. I got quarrel with you. Quarrel, you should bring that word back, right? <laughs> like, we like saying that like yeah. today, like, yeah. Yeah. bro, I have quarrel with yeah. you. <laughs> we need a quarrel. We need a squabble. I like that one. <laughs> I like, like that. Start biting your thumbs at people. I'm sorry, what? You know, it's like a Shakespearean thing, like, you don't know. You bite your thumb at me, yeah, so. like bite your thumb yeah that's like the like the shakespearean middle finger like the, yeah and when you yeah well, like, that's the shakespearean oh when you got you yeah, go like that yeah. you flick it kind of yeah yeah do you bite your thumb at me sir you know <laughs> it's like i'm telling like the f word in like in like oh, really? Really? yeah well no it's like the middle finger I'm gonna well, do so the middle finger is the same thing as the f word yeah i guess so <laughs> don't be doing that at church guys they won't know <laughs> they do know they do know uh, anyways, the, the movie's called Beef. It comes out on April 6th. Why am I telling you guys this? Well, it stars Steven Yoon or Yun. Yoon. Really? Yes. And Steven Yoon's been kind of killing it right now. He's been uh, in a, an award-winning movie last year. He's in Invincible on Amazon, which is a crazy animated show uh, about superheroes. He's just been in a lot of things that... Uh, oh, actually, he's being reportedly... Um, Coming out in a Turning to Walking Dead. <laughs> no, no, no. He's reportedly uh, going to be signed to the MCU as a character in the Thunderbolts movie. So Ooh. yeah, it's pretty crazy. So it stars Steven Yeun, and then also stars Ali Wong, who's a comedian. She's uh, pretty crazy to herself. But this movie is about Steven Yeun and Ali Wong getting into a road rage incident, and then it kind of goes with our theme uh, later on about the revenge movies. They're trying to get each other, like getting back at each other, just trying to get revenge at each other. And then all this stuff happens. Maybe a big lesson about not getting into revenge and stuff, but it looks pretty great. It looks pretty crazy. So check out the trailer. It will be on Netflix on April 6th. That was one of the things that I will recommend for you. Um, on uh, Hulu, there is a show called Dave that I've been watching the last couple of seasons. That show's crazy. That's the one with the rapper, right? Yes. Yeah. He's a white Jewish rapper. And uh, it's pretty funny. It's way out there. And it is for adults. So kids don't do not watch it. But it's the comedy is pretty funny. The um, 
some of the the uh, messages that they put out there is crazy because they have a character named Gata. He it's a friend of his. It's kind of like his hype man, and he struggles with mental health issues. Right, he's not crazy, but he has depression and has um, uh, other issues that he has dealt with. Uh, bipolar is one of the things he he actually struggles with. And there's an episode in season two where you kind of follow his struggle and how it is for him. And man, that episode hit me so hard because it made me really see what it means for people to have this um, mental health issue. It, it was trying to bring it up to light. And it was crazy. It was a really good episode. Um, it really like hit me hard because I was like, I, did, I don't know what it means, but after watching this episode, you kind of have to sympathize with people who have to deal with that every day. It's pretty crazy. It's a really good episode. But uh, the season in whole, I think it's really great. It's weird. It's out there. It's kind of strange in some cases. But I think overall, the characters are great. And that comes out on April 5th on Hulu. Um, and the one that, um, and there's a couple more I'm going to talk about right now real quick. But these are like the, the top ones. Barry. Season four, guys, April 16th. If you're not watching Barry, shame on you. You should be watching it. Bill Hader stars as a guy who's used to be in Afghanistan. Then he becomes a sort of like a hitman. But then he gets bit by the acting bug. And then it goes from there and it's crazy, dude. Uh, Henry Winkler is on this. Uh, famous Henry Winkler, if you guys don't know who he is. He's the Fonz on Happy Days. And then he did other stuff that you guys probably know him more. <laughs> Those are for the by old people. Who understand who who the Fonz is from Happy Days? I have no idea who that is. These two fools are looking at me like I don't know what you're what talking the... about, Dad. <laughs> like, Dad, what are you talking about? Nobody watches Happy Days, which is true because nobody watches it's old. But <laughs> Henry Winkler's famous for the you know the characters he's played, and uh, he does play an acting coach for Bill Hader, Mr. Cousineau, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, the movie's great. A movie. The series is great. It's so well done, man. And Bill Hader, I think he uh, this season, he's directing all the episodes. And he writes and directs. It's great. Barry, watch it. Um, I gotta yeah. see it. Yeah, you, you, need to, you need to check it out. Let's go back to Netflix. I'm going to tell you. Uh, no, no, not Netflix. Uh, Amazon Prime. One of the shows that I think you guys need to be watching is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. This start comes out April 14th. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is so good. She's I've seen that, yeah. yeah, she's a comedian. She's really smart. She's funny, uh, and it just kind of goes through the comedy during that period. It's like nineteen, it's like around the the fifties, right? 50s, yeah, yeah, like somewhere around there, like the nineteen fifties or something. So I, I, I highly recommend you guys go and check uh, that out. Which is uh, what did they say? April fourteenth, right? There's a new show coming out on. Um, uh, what, what was this? Well, actually, let me go back to Netflix real quick because on Netflix, we're going to get season two of Sweet Tooth. Oh, also, wait. Did you say that Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was on Netflix? Did no, it's on, on Prime, right? It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I got confused with all the jumping around. Yeah, no, Sweet Tooth is back for season two on April 27th. If you guys not watch it, it's literally like, like the Mandalorian, but in a more fantasy world where this guy is taking care of this kid and trying to get him somewhere. It's like almost like... Like Wait, the Last of Us, bro. Isn't this the Mandalorian? Oh, yeah, Last of Us. Oh shoot, they're all kind of inner, kind of inner, inner, inner Both inner, Pedro Pascal intertwine. <laughs> no, Pedro Pascal. No, he's not. But 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 it's really good though. It's got Sweet Tooth. It's based on a um on a graphic novel. Uh, I think it's a DC graphic novel. But 
uh, it's produced by Robert Downey Jr. So he's interested in it. So obviously he's going to be interested in good stuff. It's really good. I really highly recommend uh, season two. It's coming out April 27th. Definitely, definitely watch that. Uh, there was something else too. It's called The Citadel. It's a new show on Prime. Um, and the only reason why I'm going to recommend it uh, because I haven't seen it because it hasn't come out yet and I don't know anything about it other than it is produced by the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers, of course, are the directors for Infinity War and uh, Endgame. So got to give them some some credit. They know how to do action. And the Citadel is just about like an agency of like super spies or whatever. So looks pretty good. That's going to be on uh, Prime Video on April 28th. So uh, a lot of good stuff that's coming out in April. I highly recommend you guys watch some of the stuff that I'm putting out there for you guys. Uh, and the last thing, uh, I think I said everything. There was one thing, and I'm going to do this for, uh, I'm going to give this one uh, for my wife and for people who like Greece. <laughs> <laughs> for all the Greece lovers out there, there is a prequel series called Greece Rise of the Pink Ladies on April 6th on Paramount+. Plus which is like a prequel on the Pink Ladies, which is a big part of Greece and, you know, the 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 gang of girls that, that comes the out of the So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to do that for the ones who like Greece. But. Oh, heck yeah. I mean. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, I mean, speaking with, <laughs> so speaking about, um, about uh, earlier about revenge, I wanted to get into the movies that I recommend for revenge. All right, dude, guys. Okay, look. John Wick had a huge opening weekend. Probably the best weekend of all the John Wick movies. It was like $150 million trillion or something like that for the weekend. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was something yeah. Yeah. I say I'm back. A zillion dollars. Whoa. 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 Guys, do you guys yourself a favor. Go to YouTube and click uh, uh, Keanu Reeves. Whoa. And you're going to see like a clip of him doing all uh, the times he goes, whoa, in the movie. <laughs> whoa. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty dope. Um, okay. So with, with, you know, talking about... Uh, John Wick and talking about uh, uh, what that movie's about, uh, mainly about revenge, well, at least from the beginning. Now John Wick 4 is like, who knows what is, else is going on. But the movie starts off with the first John Wick about revenge. I thought it would be fun to talk about what are the best, at least in my opinion, what I recommend or what we like in movies that deal with revenge, okay? We talked about John Wick. That's probably going to be your first pick, dude. John Wick is the just the the apex of revenge movies. That fool gets his dog killed and puts him on a killing spree because his dog was killed. Same, I mean, the bro. dog, the, dude, the dog was given to his by his dead wife. So come on, it, me- it meant way, yeah, you know, a lot va- to him. It's so valid. It's valid. It's valid. It's valid. They killed a little dog. No one kills puppies. <laughs> Who kills puppies? If you kill puppy, you get what's coming to you, right? Bro, it's like, it's like, Dad, what would you do if? Like someone just freaking murked socks. Dude, bro. <laughs> I'm going to go all John Wick on them, bro. There, there is this meme that came out when Infinity War came out. 
and it was like Captain America, and he gave Thanos a dog, and he's like, kill this dog, and he's like, all right, and then he's like, that was John Wick's dog, <laughs> and it's like the it's like the picture of Thanos that's like like with oh, the eyes, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. See what I mean? Everybody's yeah. like, no, dude, you killed John Wick's dog, you're dead, bro. And that movie was great because, I mean, not only was it like, okay, you know, John Wick is being described as like this unstoppable killing machine, but I like how they call him like the Baba Yaga. You know, it's like, you know, he's like uh, uh, the boogeyman or something, right? So, anyway, so let's go with the list real quick. I'm going to start off with number five The Princess Bride. Now, wait, you're saying, wait, is that a revenge movie? Is it a revenge movie? Yes. Why? I don't remember that movie, bro. What? Bro, what? That's I don't inconceivable. I don't yes. remember. Dude, I've seen that movie like once when I was like six. Under the Giant. <laughs> Anybody want to be not? That's why Under the Giant. Inconceivable. Anybody wanna be not? No, it's the, isn't it the Incredibles dude, the Incredibles boss? Inconceivable, or whatever. <laughs> that's yeah. that actor. Yeah. I don't remember that actor's name. I'm not happy, Bob. Yeah, it's that. That's him. That's him. <laughs> is that him? Oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah right. That's why it's him. You're right. It is him. <laughs> that is happy. Inconceivable. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> There's a scene where he goes. Um, I don't think you know what that word means because yeah. <laughs> he keeps saying it all the yeah. time. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, well, so why am I saying? That there is a um, a uh, revenge scene in that. You need to look for on YouTube, okay? Really look real quick. There's a character in The Princess Bride named Inigo Montoya. You remember that guy? Yeah, he's like, my name is Inigo Montoya. And I forgot the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to find yeah. out. I don't have it by memory. He goes, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. It was something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, so um, the, the, that movie, uh, obviously, the Princess Bride has all these elements, right? The love story, the kidnapping, the, all this stuff, you know, going on, and uh, great I think characters. I, I think he found it. Let me see. Great characters, and then he's got Inigo Montoya. Got it? Yeah, I got it. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Dude, that's so awesome. Man, that's Mandy Patinkin as Inigo Montoya, bro. That is so amazing. So awesome. He keeps saying that, looking for the six-fingered man. And so it's one of the best depictions of him trying to get revenge on the guy who killed his father. And that 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 fight with the, the, that guy does not does not leave you wanting, bro. That that It's worth the wait throughout the whole movie to see that. So that is my big number five, Princess Bride, because of Inigo Montoya. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I love it, dude. So amazing. So amazing, dude. All right, number four. Number four. Kill Bill. I was going to say season one and season two. They literally feel like season one and season two. They're like five hours long or something. But... um. Kill Bill Volume 1, Volume 2, guys. Come on, dude. That is like one of the best stories of revenge, dude. Why do I like revenge so much, dude? I think I need to go to church. Blood. Tomorrow we go I to church, blood. right? Blood. <laughs> dude. Kill Bill is amazing. One of the best revenge uh, stories. Uh, everything that uh, that Quentin Tarantino does in there is so amazing that he has like like these uh, traditional like kung fu movies, right? The guy who trains, that guy with the big old beard, the one he does like Holds it and he kind of like massages his beard. Yeah, the the kung fu master. Yeah. Um, 
the the katana sword done by the uh, master of katana blades. I mean, the the whole story is pretty amazing. It's pretty great. You gotta watch both together, uh, volume one and volume two. And Kill Bill um, really gets you into it. Uh, she's going for revenge, and the story itself is was wonderful. The ending might be a little anticlimactic, but the journey to get there is worth it. So, number three, guys, taken, bro, yes. taken, taken. All you need to know is the little phone call mm-hmm. that he gets. He's like, "What is it?" Uh, He's like, "I will, I find, will you. find you." No, and no, I no. Will. I will look for you. I will find you, and I, and will, I will kill you, kill you. dude. Come on. That's yeah. it. That just like just gives me goosebumps, bro. It's just wait. So because he says something also, right? I'm a man of a set of particular skills or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. have a very set of particular skills. Mm-hmm. I yes, will. I, I will find. No, but is it? I will. I look will for look for you. I will find you, and I will kill you. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty great, bro. The, did you find that too? He found the whole freaking speech. <laughs> put it out. Put it out. I can tell you, I don't have money, but what I do have. Are a very particular set of skills. Yeah. Skills Dude. I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Bro, I'm shaking. I'm shaking in my seat right now. I'm bro. scared right now, dude. I gotta look out my window. What? What? Did you kidnap somebody or what? No, I just gotta make sure. All right, <laughs> my slate's clean. <laughs> See, all right, you got a clean slate. Yeah, clean slate, bro. No, so yeah, dude, that movie's great. Taken. I don't know about taking two, three, four, five. Yeah, so, quick question: Why? Why <laughs> does his daughter get taken again or something? Or I know, right? Why she keeps getting like, taken, bro? Why? He's got. Uh, I don't remember what Taken Two's about. You would think after the first one he would up his security. No, I think it's the mom. <laughs> Is it not the mom and Taken Two? Like you would think after the first one he would up, you know? Yeah, he'd be like, like cameras and everything all around. Girl, why do you keep going into no, like? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the mom that gets taken in the. Second oh, movie. it's a, the, the mom. Yeah. yeah. And then in the process, the daughter gets taken too, or something like that too, yeah, right? And then in Taken Three, Liam Neeson gets taken. <laughs> I've been taken. <laughs> Please come find me. Please come find me. Please help me. I my skills are I have no more skills. I'm too old though. I'm too old. So yeah, the um I don't know about the other ones, but taking the first one for sure, that definitely makes the list. Watch watch that movie. Uh it's great. If you haven't and it just makes you feel like watching it again, dude. I just want to go back and watch it again. Yeah. Guys, you guys might be too young for this and you guys probably have never seen it and I've been a bad father because you should have watched it. But uh or maybe you have already. The last one on this list because the the number one is is John Wick. No, wait, no you went through. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's there's so far there've been four: John Wick, The Princess Bride, Kill Bill, Taken, and this one. It's not number one. The number one's John Wick, but this one, guys, is more tragic than anything else. But it, it's also it's actually a really great movie, and that is The Crow. And why is this movie on there, guys? Uh, because uh, Brandon Lee did a great uh, depiction of this character, and Brandon Lee died on the set of this movie. Unfortunately, he was, really? yeah, he was hit by a um, a prop gun had something lodged in it. So when the gun went off, that projectile that was in the gun shot out and shot Brandon Lee. 
And unfortunately, he was killed. And who's Brandon Lee? Bruce Lee's son. And unfortunately, he died on the set of that movie. But that movie itself is great. He plays a a musician who is murdered by a group of people who also murdered his girlfriend. He comes back. On his, he can't explain it. He's back. But he's got this white paint on his face. They call him the crow. And he's back taking revenge on the people who caused uh, him and his girlfriend's harm and uh, gets revenge on them. So great movie. Really awesome. Uh you know, and then when you think about that, uh, that was the last performance of Brandon Lee. It would have been crazy to see that he, if he was still alive, what he would have been able to do. But uh, yeah, that's uh, the movie's called The Crow. Uh, definitely, if you haven't seen it, and it's an older movie, check it out. I think it was like during the 90s. It was a great movie. Uh, some honorable mentions I'm going to share with you guys uh, uh, Unforgiven. Now, that movie's not for everybody. That's a Clint Eastwood movie. It did win for Best Picture. He did win for Best... Uh, I don't know if he won for Best Actor, but I know he won Best Picture, uh, the Oscar for that year when the movie came out. But why is it so great? The last 10 minutes, if you can get through the last movie, through the last 10 minutes, when he's like... Uh, um, um, I'm sorry. Uh, Clint Eastwood plays a character by the name of William Money and uh mooney or money something like that and he people, people find out who he is he they realize that this guy was uh like a vicious vicious gunman back in the day he was an outlaw but then he got married found uh his family got uh had kids and then his wife died and it was only him and his kids he's brought back to, to be a bounty hunter uh for this woman who got um she got uh, assaulted she hires bounty hunters to get the guy who did this to her. Uh, he finally is like, doesn't want to get involved because it involves other people. And then at the end, he's like, it, it also stars Morgan Freeman. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go home. We killed the one person that we had to get. And they're going to go home. And um, when I can't remember the name of the actor kills Morgan Freeman, who's William uh, Mooney's um, friend. And that's where the revenge starts. Literally like the last 10 minutes, that scene of him, like turning back to the vicious Willie Mooney. I think that's his name. I'm not okay. remember if that's the correct name or not, but that scene at the end, so great. So excellent of how he turns into that character. So awesome. guys! It's really like just to see that scene was actually really great. So it's a great revenge movie. Memento is another one. And this is uh, significant because it was one of uh, Christopher Nolan's first movies. And this movie is unique because it plays sort of like backwards. You see the ending of the movie, and then it kind of plays itself backwards towards the beginning of the movie. Weird, I know, but it works. Really great. Basically about him getting revenge. Uh, um, it's a, uh, trying to remember the name of the actor, but this the main actor plays a guy who has um, no short-term memory. So he remembers things, but, uh, well, I'm sorry, he doesn't remember the short-term memory, so he has to tattoo some important facts on his body, and that's how he could kind of go back to some of the things that he's um, going through. So it's great. It's called Memento, definitely. And then I'm going to go old school now to you guys. Going back old school to a movie called Death Wish. And you guys would probably be like, oh, Death Wish? Didn't Bruce Willis come on that? No, he did a remake that was not that great. Although the revenge part at the end is fine. But the movie is about uh, a doctor who gets a... Um, <clears throat> Try to remember the name of the doctor, but he plays a doctor who a gang uh, uh, assaults his wife and daughter, 
And I can't remember which one dies. I think wife or daughter or both. I can't remember. And then he goes out to the street gangs in trying to get revenge on the street gangs that did to him. But Charles Bronson is the guy who plays it. Dude, Charles Bronson, when you see him, he doesn't look like he's all that. But, dude, he is, like, pretty legit back in the day in the 80s. That guy, dude, he had a killer mustache. He had a, a killer, like, just the, the way he would look at you. And pretty much his gun was like a three fifty seven Magnum, bro. He would like blast these fools like it was crazy. It was a, it was a great movie. It was basically like one of those movies that kind of starts off the whole genre about like re- the revenge genre. So they did a, like a million death wishes, but the first one can beat it. Charles Bronson was a legit star back in the eighties. He was great, dude. That guy, would, bro, he, he would look crazy like like uh, the way he was. He wasn't like a muscle man like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone. He was just like a, like he he kind of like represented the everyday guy. Like, just, he was crazy. He was great, though. I think we talked about him a long time ago in the podcast with the with the guys. But, yeah, um, uh, that's a that's a, a great movie, guys. So, check that out. Anyways, I'm going to give you guys my... Uh, um, Wait, hold on. Jump Wait, into I have, a, I have I another one. Oh, what? What? Go ahead. Because I don't think you mentioned this, but this is a good movie as well. It was... Um, it's um, it's with the actor from Better Call Saul. You talking about nobody? Oh, nobody. Yeah, I was nobody. Say that. Nobody's a really good movie. That is that is probably one of the current. Uh, that's like the John Wick for the the. What would you call? What do they call them now? Z daddies. No, what daddies? is that? It's just Zaddy. Zaddy. Oh, <laughs> the older generation, I guess. You know, like oh, I guess because yeah. he's like an older John Wick, kind of right. Yeah, sort of. And the reason he becomes a older john wick is because he someone robs his house and steals his daughter's bracelet that's like a bunny on it or something it's, right? the, it's like the kitty cat bracelet oh the kitty cat that's what it was and yeah. that's where he goes crazy yeah, yeah, yeah so he just goes all out i guess he used to be some type of uh hitman before too and yeah that's a great that's a good one dude you know it's another good one john uh, did you have one or i was gonna say nobody no nobody you know it's another good one i i can't remember if it technically is a revenge film or not um but it, the the outlaw Josie Wales, I think. Um, uh, where, now you're going to the spaghetti films. Yeah, Clint Eastwood, dude, the, his, the uh, king of spaghetti films. Yeah, his family. His I think his family gets killed at the beginning, and then like he, you know, spends like pretty much like the entire movie trying to track down these. Oh, know, was these that hunters. the the red boots? I think so. Is that the one with the, the guys with the red boots? Th- that's yeah, how he identifies so. them or something. Yeah, that's yeah. a. All those old um, Clint Eastwood movies, not all of them are revenge films, but since you brought it up, they're really great. Uh, Outlaw Josie Wells, A Fistful of Dollars, The Good and Bad and the Ugly. Dude, that guy had like a, he had his own genre. The Clint Eastwood drama. Spaghetti Westerns are all Clint Eastwood mostly. So, all right, guys, it's time for that part of the show where we give you guys our recommendation of what to watch over the weekend until next week and whenever you want to but this is our recommendation for this weekend this is the pick of the week pick a pick a pick pick a pick a pick pick a pick a pick pick of the week pick of the week pick pick a pick pick of the week pick a day pick a day pick a day pick a day who picks it not you because we pick it it's because it's our segment it's called the pick of the week it's called the pick of the week pick of the week week got a weekity weekity pick of the week wow pretty impressive guys just improv that was there, completely right? on the spot. Yeah, I was no on the spot. Was <laughs> that was pretty awesome. All right, guys. That was time for our pick of the week. And what I'm going to tell you guys, 
to watch. And I already mentioned it, but it was too good not to bring it up and not to be our pick of the week. And that is Barry. Guys, Barry is on HBO Max. The new season's coming up on April. What did I say? April. April. <laughs> it's coming out this month. I think it's like April. April, April. I'll tell you right now. But anyways, go back and watch all the seasons of Barry. I'm, I'm telling you, it is a great show. It is Bill Hader is just amazing in this show. It's a really good show. I know it's been three seasons. This will be season four that's coming up. And I'm telling you that you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, season four, April 16th on HBO. Go back and watch it. That's our pick of the week, guys. It's really great. It's awesome. Bill Hader is amazing. And um, each show is like about 30 minutes, I think. It's not even an hour. They're like really short. So it's really easy to go ahead and binge the other season. So definitely go and watch it. Guys, that is our show for this week. Thank you guys for joining us. Don't forget to go back and check out our website if you want to hear the older episodes or just go on there and just visit our website. It's at thebetareport.com. Don't forget to follow us on our social medias at The Beta Report. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We already put anything there. But we're also on on IG, the Instagram. What are the kids saying, Jay? Uh, Jason? Just Instagram. Just Instagram. Yeah, don't say the gram. Everyone no. thinks that we say the gram. Or everyone that thinks we say the gram are... Totally like, wrong? Totally wrong. <laughs> yeah. Damn, are people like me? No. I'm trying to sound wrong. cool. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm on IG. Nobody says that. Uh, yeah. no. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I guess It's that. just the Instagram. It's just Instagram? Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess people say Insta. You got an Insta? Kind of like that, but... Who's the whites? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sound so lame, so I'm just gonna say Instagram. Just Instagram. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anyways, guys, thank you guys for joining us. Don't forget to go back and uh, follow us on our um, social medias, and also subscribe to the podcast. Tell another friend, listen to us. It really will help us out. Not just uh, uh, the podcast, but uh, all of us here. Thank you so much for the beta. Keep it Dad, going. You keep talking for so long. Well, it's gonna I, end, bro. There's so much I gotta say, bro. Hey guys, wait, you can't hear me. Anyways, for the beta report, it's my production team. Jo- Jason and Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> He's too busy trying to make sure the song doesn't end. There we go. There go. <laughs> <laughs> and I am the con. Until next week, this is the beta report. Yeah.